Hello and welcome. I am Maria Condi, Health, Wealth and Freedom Coach. You are listening to the Love Your Money podcast, a series where we empower women to improve their mindset, remove their blocks and improve the relationship with money. All this so they can live a life of abundance and freedom. You are listening to podcast number two today. I'm here today to talk a bit about the benefits of living below your means. I often speak more about mindset, but the theme this month is about taking action. So I wanted to incorporate some action items you can do to start living below your means. I have to say that whenever someone would tell me to live below my means when I was younger, I would immediately get my back up. I would get defensive and think, who are you to tell me what to do with my hard-earned money? Honestly, now I can say I wish I would have truly received the message properly and acted on it at that time and not been so defensive. I would be retired now. We get defensive because we think we have to give up so much to do this. While it is true that you may have to give up a few things for a period of time, it does not mean that life has to be lacking because of this. We are going to talk about three benefits of living below your means and then some tips on how to do it. When you start living below your means consistently, you allow for your whole financial future to change radically. When you start living below your means, you will have your spending under control, and as a result, you will be empowered to take action in many other areas. We are going to talk about these benefits of living below your means. Why would you want to do this if if you're not already doing this? The first one is to have more money for savings. When you have more money for savings, this allows, this itself allows for more things to happen. These include saving for a big purchase, maybe it is for a down payment for a house or maybe a car or a trip. Do you have a savings goal? What is it that you want? I truly believe in making vision boards, having goals and making action plans. The more disposable income you have, the more you can do. Save for emergencies. Having an emergency fund is imperative at all times, particularly when you are on a fixed income or have an uncertain income. Emergencies are one of those things that keep people in debt. It can be a never-ending cycle. I also believe that when you are on a negative cycle like this, it propels itself. I find the same when you a positive energy cycle. Imagine how it would feel to be able to have enough money saved in the bank when the roof or the hot water tank goes. Saving for emergencies, if you have not already done so, is not that hard. You can start with even something as simple as $25 or $50 a month to get yourself in the habit of saving. Saving for some people is not an easy natural habit. Interestingly enough, it can actually cause anxiety in some people to have money just sitting there, something they're not used to, and they always have this desire to go spend it. So what I suggest is... To start small, I would suggest that this money go into a different financial institution than your regular checking income expense account. The less access, the better chances you have of being successful. Number two, less stress in your life. Living below your means will be less stress in your life. Are you lying awake at night stressing about your finances? I have to admit that I have never really done this. For me, it was more about regret, as I've always wished I had done something different with my money. 
I would spend money on things that were not congruent with my value system and my future goals. A lot of self-sabotaging behavior. A whole podcast coming to you soon on this topic. For me, I wanted an immediate fix. I am glad to say now that I can easily make spending decisions within my values and goals. Having said that, many people lie awake at night worrying and stressing about their finances. On the flip side of the coin, if you take action, and the more action you take on managing your money, the more dissatisfaction you will get overall, and the less stress you will have. You will feel empowered and have the confidence to handle financial situations better. When you are less stressed, you will be able to enjoy your family more. Also, you will have less arguments with your spouse if you have one. Overall, the tension stress in your life can be significantly reduced. How important is your family to you? More often than not, a child would rather have more time with a non-stressed parent than with something material. Toys, games, etc., all that. Kids would rather have time with their parents. How do you want to show up for your family and what habits do you want to pass on to your family is something else you need to think about. And the third thing I'm going to talk about today is having more fun money. And seriously, who doesn't want more fun money? Another pair of shoes that you actually paid for in cash. You feel very different about paying cash for something than for paying with a credit card. We all want more disposable income to do whatever we want. When we spend more than we make, we are actually taking this away from us. Has anyone here actually ever added up all the interest you pay off on your credit, pay on your credit cards if you're not paying them off every month? Here's an interesting story. I did this about 15 years ago when I had considerable debt. I love to travel and use my credit cards for traveling and for clothes and things for my house, typically is what I would do. My true passion was traveling. I would take a bunch of small trips because I could never afford a big trip, and most of this would be on credit cards. Then one day I added up the interest over a year. I was horrified, as it was enough to take a big trip to Europe every year. Seriously self-sabotaging behavior. We think that using debt right now is buying us what we really want, and in the end, it is very counterproductive. Having said all that, there are times when debt is actually necessary and something unavoidable. I had a friend recently end up with a $200,000 medical bill due to an odd technicality in the insurance that they had. Life happens. When you live below your means, you will actually have more fun money to do what you want. If you want something large, you may have to save a bit. And that is not the end of the world. Typically, when someone who is used to debting actually starts paying cash for things, they enjoy those things even more. Just as interest compounds when you save money, the same happens when you spend more than you earn. Unfortunately, debt debt increases even faster because of the large interest rates. I encourage everyone out there that has debt or possibly no savings or maybe is just in complete avoidance of looking after their finances to go ahead and just start. If this is unfamiliar territory for you, you will feel very empowered when you begin and that feeling will continue when you keep going and the more progress you make. I have often felt like it is like pushing a huge boulder up a massive hill. But when you get to the top of the hill, No more effort is required. 
you're on autopilot at that point. And just everything rolls from that point. And usually in a quick way forward, as that boulder rolling down the hill. Um, but then, you know, on the other side of that hill, you should be having more money coming to you. You're not paying interest on your debts. Everything is paid off. But that, you know, that push up the hill can be a little bit challenging at times. And that's why, you know, I've brought together a group of women here on the Freedom Lounge to actually get together. If you're not familiar with that, it's on Facebook. And the other things you can do is you can have a coach, a buddy, a mentor, a best friend who is hugely supportive of you. Uh, you need a real cheering squad for that first little bit. So how does one live below their means? Tracking your income to the penny and all your expenses is the best and only way to really understand your numbers. If you are okay at keeping records, you may have historical things you may want to take into consideration, like insurances and other irregular bills that you need to make sure you have funds for. It is really important to record all expenses, no matter how small they are. All those magazines and cups of coffee really add up. Just simply doing this exercise, you will be surprised at where you actually spend your money. It is not unusual to start eliminating expenses that you might not have even known you were paying for. I spoke about this recently in a webinar I did on clearing up your money clutter. Understanding where you spend your money will also help you make better choices as to where you're going to spend going forward. So today we have spoken about three things or three reasons why you would want to live below your means. And the first one of those is to have more savings. And when you have more savings, this allows for a whole bunch more things to actually happen in your life. You can save for some of the bigger purchases that you want and pay cash for them. You're not paying interest. You're saving. When you save, you're actually saving a lot of money when you're not having to pay interest for things. And that can go a long ways into providing you more. You have so much more disposable income when you don't have interest on your debt. The second reason is to have less stress in your life. And this alone for your whole life health and your longevity of your life is worth it all on its own. And the third reason was to have more fun money. And who doesn't want more fun money? We all do. Everybody wants, you know, for your girl, you probably want another pair of shoes or maybe for me, like it's traveling. I love to travel. And yeah, so that was it for today. I hope you enjoyed today's session. The Love Your Money podcast is now available on iTunes and you can subscribe there so you actually don't miss any of them and it will come directly to you. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope I have given you a few reasons to take action on your own finances. Thanks again and see you next time on Love Your Money Podcast.